0: Hey, this is Kevin Gosman. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's Best Sports Talk.
1: Hey, guys. Have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section Three Three Six, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka.
1: It was a good run, Bert had. Two yeah. weeks. Two weeks. I think we had him for back to back good good run for Bert for the. Summer. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was two more weeks than I was expecting. So. Right. Yeah. So that's it's like uh, playing with house money. Anytime he shows up. Yeah.
1: Yep, and I, I'm in a new location again, recording this time at a hotel in Charlotte, North Carolina. And you know what I learned about Charlotte, North Carolina? Uh, Oriole games are blacked out here.
0: Okay. Oh, really, North Carolina? Yeah.
1: So apparently, North Carolina is still owned by Peter Angelos. Hmm. So I had to go through the little shady websites, you know, to get the stream and watch the it's baseball
0: tr- game. It's true. I have a lot of, I have several friends in North Carolina who are. Oriole fans. I thought that would be more Braves territory, but I guess not.
1: I don't know. I mean, or Nats territory. I don't know. Not sure. I just know that it's uh, blacked out the Orioles, which is silly, and MLB blackouts altogether is silly because yeah. all you got to do is Google. If you don't know how to do it, all you do is Google MLB streams. Click on the link, and then it will find you a stream to the video to the oriole game that's in hd and looks great and just gets around what you were trying to legally pay for
0: yeah and it's not our fault for doing anything illegal because mlb is dumb so you force our hands it's not our fault
1: right 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 i'm no i it's not even that i pay for mlb.tv i pay for it then they will not let me use it right right now now nfl sunday ticket we'll have another conversation about that around football season that uh that's a little bit of a rip-off.
0: That NFL season ticket?
1: $400 a year.
0: But you get to see yeah, all the games.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's say all I care about are the Raven games. That's $25 a game.
0: Yeah, you should be able to...
1: Minus, minus primetime games, because they're not covered because they're nationally broadcast. So you're really talking about mm. 14 games, maybe? 13, 14 games? Yeah. For $400.
0: Well, 13 games times, you know, all those teams playing at one time.
1: Right, right. But you should be able to get a package for one team or
0: Yeah, a la carte. Pick the teams you want or pick one or two right. teams. Right, Like now, charge for the team.
1: Right. Now, I think I found a workaround, so I'll be okay. Yeah. And okay, was, well, you
0: already, already shared work one it. illegal workaround. I don't think you need to share another illegal workaround.
1: No, the other one's not illegal. The other one I'm ready to pay for. I just, it just took a little research. Okay. Well,
0: um, hey, speaking of, um, I don't know, of, of being ripped off, I guess. I went to the Bowie Bay Sox. I've been hitting all the minor league teams. I went to, Great. you know, a couple weeks ago, I went yeah. to Darmarvall. DeMar- you really,
1: you're, you're starting with this, with speaking of being ripped off, and you're talking yeah. about our friends over at the Bowie Bay Sox.
0: Yeah, yeah. I should have talked to, I didn't talk to my boy Adam Pohl about tickets. I should have talked to him. But like, my in-laws were coming too, and I felt weird asking. Like It's one thing asking for a ticket for me and my wife. It's another thing when I'm taking my whole family and the in-laws. I didn't want to ask for, hey, can I have six tickets? That's a little bit weird. Did you, so go, I said, to
1: the, did you go to the touch-a-truck night? Yeah. You know, I saw yeah. a lot of people at the game. That was that buoy that night.
0: Let me tell you a thing about the touch-a-truck night. Let me tell you a thing about that, Josh. It sounds pretty cool. The, my, my son, his two favorite things in the world are trucks and baseball. So I thought this is freaking perfect for him. We we got down there early. Game started at six thirty, we were down there at five. You go outside the stadium, they got about like fifty big old trucks. And so you go walk around and get in the truck. You like sit in the the seat and stuff.
1: Like the big yellow like construction trucks, right? Not like yeah. a Ford F one fifty.
0: No, no, no. These are they have like um all kinds of trucks. They had like uh, you know, um Construction trucks and also like fire you trucks. Name,
1: you don't know the name of any trucks. You uh, say construction truck and fire. Truck. Bull,
0: bulldozer is that a? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, they also had like they also had like the cable trucks with the big cable cars that go up. Anyway, but there's a problem with it. There's a, a flaw. Crane? Are
1: you trying to describe a crane?
0: No, there's a crane which is a construction crane, but there's also right. like a, a truck, truck that ca- cable companies use with the bucket oh, a, that goes up. a bucket up. truck. A bucket truck. Sure. Fine. Okay. A cable truck okay. with a bucket. Whatever. The but there's a flaw in this whole touch a truck night. You know what the flaw is?
1: Fifty trucks and five hundred people?
0: Yeah. And what happens? And I know, uh, kids everywhere.
1: Uh, I don't know, is it like adults I mean is it like uh, autograph sessions where adults are ruining it for the kids?
0: No. The a bunch kids of adults ruin it wanna to touch the trucks? No, the kids ruin it. The kids ruin it. They should have touch-a-truck night, but no kids allowed. Because you have 50 trucks, every kid inside the truck, and what is every kid doing at the same time? The horn. The horn. And not just a little beep, beep, like the big old pull down the door, Bra! And you got this going from 50 huge trucks. You can't even hear yourself think. And like if you look around, it's just like kids crying, kids running around because it's so loud. Some smart parents who brought like earmuffs for their kids, that was smart, actually. Um, but my kid didn't have any earmuffs and like my kid was so he did not he wouldn't even go inside the truck he was just so shook by all the loud it was just so loud because every kid was just like hanging on the horn times 50 in this like small area it was like insane i was just i can't even (laughs) we were there for like 10 minutes and i just i I had to get away i had to get away i was like and silence did not enjoy it we like after 10 minutes we just got we got we got out of there because it was just so loud all those horns Oh, I saw Ooh. our
1: friend Glenn Clark took his boys, and it looked like they were having a great time on Oh, road.
0: really? Yeah. I, I don't know. May, and their boys are a little bit older, I think. But maybe for me, so. I hated all the noise, and Silas didn't like it. And maybe probably because I was irritated because of all the noise. Uh, but no, we were like, let's get in the baseball game as quickly as possible. But then I went to go buy tickets. And I thought as a uh, – when I went to Delmarva last weekend, Bird they gave me a uh,
1: – Buy one, get
0: one. Buy free, one, get right? one free, yeah. And Bowie, they gave me the runaround. They said, uh, well, that's only Monday through Thursday. Monday through Thursday? What is this nonsense? And I said, I went to Darmarva Shorebirds last Friday, and I got the buy one, go one free. And they're like, well, that's not how we work it.
1: Well, we got to ask our boy, Adam Pohl, because it clearly says on the uh, orange package, buy one, get one for minor leagues. They didn't show any restrictions.
0: Yeah, I even had the woman like... I'm pretty sure I get a buy weekend free. Can you check with someone else? And she did. And they said, yeah, no, just Monday to Thursday. Like, what is that? And, um, and by the way, it's, it's cost three more dollars per seat. Not Now I'm not, not nitpicking. But three more dollars per seat than Darmarva. And like Darmarva, you have your own seat. Like you buy a ticket for a seat. This is right. just you, you, you sit on those stands. So general seating the, in the stands. How much
1: was a uh, bleacher
0: seat?
1: $13. I see. I told you guys, I got a great deal for three three six night, even though no one, no one wanted to go.
0: So, so yeah, there was, it was a great deal. Um, no, for, for Section 3-3-6, day at the Bay, not, not for me and my in-laws. Um, send me back 52 was bucks. Was the game
1: good? Did you get to see... C-3? No,
0: no, no, the game sucked, too. Let me tell you why the game sucked. The pitcher I got to see, because Bowie has a lot of really good pitchers, right? Um, Zach Lothar's down there, uh, Bowman's down there. Um, Alex Wells is down there. I got to see Tyler Erb, uh, a 27 year old kind of uh, my, 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 minor league veteran uh, a placeholder. pitcher. Yeah, placeholder. And he pitched fine. Um, and then uh, you use you, you, Neal Diaz, right? The one prospect you want to see down there. He yeah. wasn't playing. Uh, so you use Neal Diaz wasn't playing. Hey, freaking Cal Ripken's son. Ryan Ripken, who's at Bowie, he didn't play either. I The only guy I saw that I would care about was Cedric Mullins. He played. Uh, he went 0-3, for 3, but he hit the ball pretty well.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, he's not having a great season in Bowie either. Um, well, so he was that, just sent
0: down there, yeah.
1: So you're saying that the, the truck appeal meant they didn't have to put any stars on the field. Yeah,
0: it was all around. It was, I mean, it was fun. Like, Salas had fun at the game. He likes running around there and did watching the game. Did they truck
1: stuff between innings?
0: No, there's no truck stuff. It was, um, you know, what they did between innings. It was intern, um, um, what do you call it? intern talent show, where all the that buoy bass acts horrible intern and like some guy was playing songs with his mouth. That's what he's doing. Another guy was like spinning a ball on his
1: hand. All right, so so far Delmarva better. Out in and then Billy for you.
0: Yeah, uh, next week I'm going to hit up Frederick. Uh, oh, so,
1: you really are knocking these out.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I got the summer off, and so I'm doing the the state home dad thing. And so Status likes to go baseball games, and I, I like to take him out of the house. So any chance I get to take him out of the house and go to a baseball game, we're we're doing it. And so I just went and looked at the some giveaways, and so I'm going to the good giveaways.
1: Oh, uh, you going for the golden bobblehead?
0: I'm going for the. The, the, um, Bundys. The, 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 the
1: Bundys.
0: The Dundys? The Bundy, The, the
1: Dundee Bundy? The Bundy. The Dylan Bundys. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm going to need you to grab one of those for me.
0: Yeah, well, I'll get a ticket for me and Silas, and hopefully Silas, they'll give. Right. I don't know if they have an age thing on that. Hopefully, they'll give Silas one, and I'll yeah. give that one to you. Um, or I'll give you mine. Mm-hmm. I really don't care all that much. Um, all right. Yeah, so all in all, uh, Bowie Base Socks, I don't want to, you know, rip Adam Pohl's Bowie Base Socks from the show's Adam Poles Bowie Base Socks. Um, but I'm not doing that touch a truck thing again. I'll pass on that next time. It was more right, a, a
1: lot of people love it, not not for you.
0: Yeah, and I I don't know. I didn't talk to anyone else about it. Maybe this is normal, and maybe like you come prepared with like um, earplugs or something. But oh my gosh! And like I looked around, and, like kids were like running around screaming and crying. <laughs> like what is going on? And like kids up there just like no get up, let up. It was like. Yeah, I felt like I don't know, like I was in The Walking Dead or something. I was like now, running around now, screaming.
1: Now, how do I spell that noise you just made so it can be the show title? <laughs> yeah. for this
0: week? I don't know. That's up to you. You can try to spell that. Right. Um, but maybe it's just me. I don't like noises. I don't like loud noises. So maybe that's just me. Right. I don't know. But whatever. Hey,
1: what's the deal? With, what's the deal with the Orioles actually like playing really good the past two weeks of baseball? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. I I I have no idea. I literally like if you look at this rotation. um... Like, even yesterday when we won, we had, like, five pitchers. It started with Yak, Yakabonis, Eshelman. Ash- 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 they were the first two pitchers. And just that alone should mean a loss, right? If you're starting off right. with Yakabonis and Eshelman, you have no business winning that game, right? And in that game also, Tate pitched. He has not looked very good. Klein pitched. Blyer pitched. Armstrong pitched. All those guys pitched, and somehow we only gave up five runs, and we won the game. It, it's, I, don't, I literally am shocked every time we win a game. But we keep on doing it like half the time since the All-Star break.
1: Right. These aren't like John Means outings. It's just anyone who's up there and the team's scrapping it together. It's been fun. Yeah.
0: Even today, like the Yankees game is like 4-1 to one in the, uh, and Brandon Klein's in now. But I don't understand how in the first inning the game's not 10 nothing Yankees. When we have Inoa going against Tanaka, like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like every game by the third inning, I mean, Eshelman's up there throwing 85 miles per hour as his fastball. Yeah, Gabonis has good stuff, but he has no idea where the ball's going every time he throws it. Um, and we lost the game this past week with Wojcikowski. You'd think if we're going to win one game, we'll win the game The Wojcikowski. But we lost that game. So I really, like, I guess it's cool we're playing 500 ball of, like for the past over month. Uh, But I really I don't understand I mean part of it is we're playing Toronto and the Angels who were struggling and then the Dodgers like I mean and then I'm sorry the Padres And and Diamondbacks these aren't like the best teams in the world now we're playing the Yankees um, And then I think after that what we play Boston again So this might get a little bit tougher Um, Oh Yankees Houston Yankees Boston so we'll see Yankees Houston Yankees Boston Talk to me in two weeks after right, this. Tough stretch,
1: but still, yeah. for all the talk of oh well, they're like a minor league team. They're playing major league teams. They're playing the teams in their schedule, and they're they've been playing them well. And I wish I could point to a reason why the team is better. Like oh well, this improved or this happened or, but no, and it just they just seem to be. I guess home runs. I don't even think home runs are really up for the orioles because they've been doing pretty good all season at hitting home runs it's been the same guys mancini velar nunez hitting home runs
0: yeah and i guess we're like avoiding these um seven run innings <laughs> like we're avoiding giving up like 10 and 11 runs like we're still giving up like four and five and six runs but we're giving up four or five or six runs we're not giving up 10 runs 11 runs which we have done a lot this year as well
1: yeah are you going to any of these games this week with the yankees series
0: Yes, sometime I'm planning on going on Wednesday. All right.
1: Have you, are you watching the game tonight? I don't know if I've ever seen so many blue jerseys in Camden Yards. It's like yeah. 10 to 1.
0: Yeah. I know it's ugly. It's all right. I'm going to go in there and pick fights with the Yankee fans. Um, but the Yankees are playing good ball. This, Yeah, that's tough. Um, but speaking of fans, did, did you see yesterday when Anthony Santander had his yes. own little cheering section? Uh, a that bunch of awesome. UK scouts. How cool was that?
1: It was. All, there were four thousand sco- uh, scouts from Great Britain. That they were awesome. They got into it. They were all sitting out there. They they showed the one girl that even purchased a Santander jersey. I didn't even know you could buy one of them at the stadium. Yeah. She got one though. It was pretty cool. I, I would yeah. love. You know what? It reminded me of like those seasons when the Orioles were good, and it was fun to go to the stadium.
0: Yeah. And there is something like, I feel that like this is kind of unique with baseball, that there's this connection. I remember several years ago, because we never, I never sit out there, but several years ago, I sat out there with some friends, and Scott Pesednik was out there playing left field for the Chicago White Sox, and we shouted him the whole game. And then he had, he had like three strikeouts that game, and we took all the credit for getting in his head. Because when you're in left field, especially at the Orioles play so deep, I mean, you're literally just, like, what, 15, 20 feet away from the left fielder. And so there is that kind of – and, like, you're there for a long like – it's not like basketball you're real close to, to the players if you're sitting on the court side, but you never, like, get it because they're always running back and forth, where the left fielder is just, like, standing there right by, the, right by the crowd, you know, for half the game. So there's that chance to interact. There's that chance to get to know that player. Um, and Santander, he did, I mean, he kept on throwing the baseballs and I saw he put something on Twitter, um, how fun it was, uh, an experience for him. Uh, but that was, it was, it was cool all around. I don't like, they showed him at one point and they like, the guy hit a foul ball. Santander hit a foul ball. They shot in the stands and like the, they, they were wondering like why it wasn't a home run or something. So clearly they didn't know all the rules all right, all right. of baseball. Um, and there was confusion at first when I saw on Twitter, someone first mentioned it. About a bunch of scouts they they saw were right at the game, and I was like scouts, and I was thinking like baseball scouts 4, to watch 4, like what's going on. Yeah, yeah. and they're all from the UK. Like, what is going on? Are they starting another baseball league in the UK? Uh, but then I figured it's not that kind of scout. Uh, but but yeah, but yeah that but, was that, that was just a, a cool baseball thing.
1: But you're right. There, that is cool in baseball. That relationship between the outfielder and the fans out in the outfield. We celebrated that in Baltimore for years with the twenty-one ten Utah Street for the mm-hmm. guy, people behind Marquez and behind Jones. We saw it a few weeks ago with the trade deadline, where I don't even remember which game it was, but one of the outfielders that found out about a Cincinnati. Trade, Cincinnati yeah, that league was from traded. The fans. Yeah, right. That's yeah. Like, that's cool because you, and Adam Jones, we all we saw it, and when he would run out and talk and, and yell back and forth with the with the fans, so it is yeah. something special in baseball there.
0: Yeah, sometimes it gets ugly and negative if you're in Boston because they have racist people in Boston, and Adam Jones had run-ins with with Boston fans. Um, But but for the most part, it's a cool, positive interaction.
1: You don't get that with the infielders. It's an outfield thing. And it reminds me of like in Little League when you just run out to the outfield and half the time you're bored. And I think because of that, even in the pros, that's why you're getting the outfielders interacting with the fans and stuff because most of their time up there is just waiting.
0: Yeah, yeah, you get that sometimes. I think with the bullpen too, yes. uh, but yeah, but yeah, de- definitely the outfield, um, and definitely left field. I think is the best one to do it because left field is closest to, to the fans. I mean, right field you got Utah Street and right. the big wall, and center field um, is partially there's no fans in that section. So, yep. But yeah, that was cool. So, hey, speaking uh, of yeah. you mentioned little league, i want to transition away from baseball. Okay. For a second. We are going to get back to the Orioles and specifically talk about some recent performances by former Orioles pitchers, which is really interesting. But I want to mention, you mentioned Little League. I want to mention a guy, for me, that always felt like he was playing backyard football. When everyone else was playing the NFL, he was playing.
1: You're completely flipping over.
0: He right. was playing backyard football. You know where I'm going with this.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're you're going with
0: Ed Reed. Hall of Famer Ed Reed. Uh, Josh, did you get a chance to watch his speech?
1: I did. That felt like a backyard speech. It felt like it did. A guy, it felt like a guy on the end of a deck, like, he's been drinking, having a party, and it's just like suddenly decides he loves everyone and wants to talk off like off his deck and about declaring his love for everyone, including yeah. Uh, uh, Belichick Coach belichick of yes.
0: yeah, that was a little bit awkward, um but yeah, it was totally like uh it was totally an off the cuff it felt like off the cuff speech. I think he yeah. mentioned that like he wrote it while he was sitting up there, which it right. felt like that
1: but I was confused because it felt like that, but he brought up like a dozen papers, and then he put and and he had his phone and, and he was reading his, his phone too, so he was like reading yeah. the papers for a while, then he was reading the notes it was. I saw a lot of people praising the, the speech. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the speech, but uh, it did not seem like an organized speech, like the complete opposite of Ray Lewis's speech from last year.
0: Yeah. That was a yeah, but,
1: that Ray Lewis prepared, and then yeah. uh, he was just speaking.
0: But I really like it when speeches match how they were as a player and kind of who they are as a person. And, like, Ray Lewis, his speech matched, like, kind of who he was as a player, right? The constant leader, yelling at people, inspirational, like, that, who he was as a football player. Ed Reed, on the other hand, was more, like, improvising, like, um, you hear Billick talk about it. And he's, like, there were so many times when he was, like, Ed Reed, no, no, no. And then, like, he did something great. Yes, 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 yes. Because he would always kind of go away from the script, if you will, and improvise.
1: And that's, and what, that's I, what he did with the speech. Right. That's exactly what he did. He had a game plan. It was on that paper. And it was yeah. about the environment that you grow up in. And putting the importance of people who are around you. The and people the around you, yeah. But he would get off track and he would go in other directions and swerve. And then he'd come back to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's just, and he, the whole outfit and his whole look, the gray beard. He's just, he's so cool. And a lot of people have been saying this. And it's true. Like, Ray Lewis... I, I think Ray Lewis is the greatest Raven ever, but Ray Lewis is a polarizing figure. Like, people love him, people hate them, hate him, and I fully understand and get why. Ed Reed, everyone loves Ed Reed because he's just so cool. And the way he played the game. I mean, they showed on, um, and there was a tweet by the Ravens showing his highlight. I mean, 10 minutes of just straight interceptions, um, which is pretty incredible that you can have 10 minutes of highlight videos. And I'm not a highlight video guy. Like, I know some people are into, like, going on YouTube and watching the highlight videos of players. I never really understood that. Like, I'd rather watch someone in the context of the game. But Ed Reed, that's like a highlight. You can watch his highlights because it's not just the interceptions. It's let me catch this ball at the back of the end zone, surrounded by defenders. I don't care. I'm still taking it out and trying to run it as far as possible. Or let me take this ball and lateral back to somebody as my coach kind of, you know, uh, has a a heart attack. Like, it's just, he he just played so differently. And he was so, like, I mean, Ray Lewis was always my favorite player. But Ed Reed was, like, the most fun to watch. He was so exciting in every aspect of the game. um, And we were spoiled there, I think, for a while by by getting to watch him play. And sometimes, I mean, I don't know. We always knew how special he was. But man, he was. We haven't had a player like him since, and I, we, we never will probably.
1: So did I miss this? Does the NFL do something like this? If they don't, they should. The introduction to him was done by his dad and his brother, like the little video highlight package, and that right. was cool and sentimental. But what I really wanted to see was a highlight package like that of his peers talking to him. I want to hear. I want to hear Ray Lewis, Suggs, uh, John Harbaugh talk about Ed Reed. I want to hear. Tom Brady talk about Ed Reed and uh, uh, what's his name up in Pittsburgh talk about Ed Reed. I want I want the guys that he faced to talk about him and and that's what I was looking missing and looking for.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. that that would have been cool because there's a lot of famous stories about Coach Bel- Belichick and you know Tom Brady uh, and Peyton Manning too, right? He he, he right. got in the arm, yeah, in the arm. Like always, know where number 20 is. Um, I thought I was looking at at the interception, the highlight tape. I thought I was a little bit. I felt a little bit bad every time they sh- showed like Charlie Batch for the Steelers throwing interception. At Ed Reed, like, Charlie Batch, you probably had no business being in there. So well, I kind of well feel that, bad for you.
1: And Ed Reed got that into his speech with with talking about the Bengals and the Browns yeah, and how yeah. they got a special place in his heart because he's got 30 interceptions around him. And he even made the comment, "It's not my fault you kept changing quarterbacks."
0: Yeah, that's a great line. Yeah, that's a great line. Um, and, but yeah, he
1: yeah. he looked cool even before walking up to the mic when he's got the cigar in his mouth. Yeah, he's just cool. And and his bust is the coolest bust yes. like, that I've ever seen unveiled. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, it also made me think of like we saw, like he won a champ. He he won a championship, right? Um, Ed Reed did, and and, uh, and, and, and and Ray Lewis did too. Um, and there are hall of famers, Jonathan Ogden. He got one. Um, and he he's a Hall of Famer. Um, like the Ravens have got two Super Bowls, right? And and some of these Hall of Famers were on both. Some were on one 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 of them, and but to have a championship team, like you have to have Hall of Fame players, yeah. which made me think. And I was as I was watching that, I was thinking, man, like how good those defenses were, and they were good because they had Hall of Famers on them, um, and. Right, I think Suggs maybe one day will go into the Hall of Fame as well.
1: Yeah, he's um, the next.
0: Right. Um, and it made me think of the Orioles, right? And one of the problems with Orioles is, and we can talk about how good Santander looks and how good Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini's a nice player. Santander's a nice player. This team has zero Hall of Famers on them. Right. right? Yeah,
1: of course, but don't, but don't steer back to baseball quite yet. Okay. Because part of this whole... Hall of Fame Ravens conversation has to be, we've got the Ring of Honor, and that's really cool, and yeah. that's special, but we've got this little mini, Le- Orioles Got Legends Park, we've got these two statues outside of M&T, for Johnny Unitas and Ray Lewis. Right. Uh, Ray Lewis got his statue even before he went into the Hall of Fame. Right. Isn't it time for that little park to expand with some Ogden and Ed Reed statues?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it is. I think one of the dangers you, you know, a danger you have with the Ravens, which you don't have with the Orioles, it seems like, is the Ravens could potentially, they keep on kind of drafting and developing good football players. They could potentially get a lot more players in the hall of fame than the, or, the Orioles looks like they'll never get another player on that freaking. Well,
1: hold on. There's no session. one right now on the Ravens that you're going to say, Oh, that guy's going to be a hall of fame. Yeah. He's not on the Ravens. Oh
0: yeah. That's true. Oh, sad face. I forgot about that for a minute. He is not on the Ravens anymore. Um, is is Lamar Jackson is it too early? No, no, you can't go
1: have, with Lamar Jackson. Have
0: you read have you seen any of the reports about about his
1: Oh yeah, we have not talked about that, have we? I have not. Talk. I have
0: not and I'm being facetious. I I, I I'm joking about uh, Lamar Jackson. But, right. I, but I I I literally we'll haven't seen one before. negative tweet about Lamar Jackson. I, uh, right, sure yeah. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I'm jumping around. I agree with you Josh, give Ogden a statue. Should the statue from Ogden be like two feet bigger than all the other statues. And then also give a statue to Ed Reed. I, I mean, if you get in the Hall of Fame, you deserve a statue.
1: Yeah. And Ed Reed should also have statues in Pittsburgh and New England for for what he's done there. Yeah.
0: And also Houston and the Jets.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have, right. That was fun to have a little conversation as part of his speech about those teams. Yeah. Where well, he spent a few weeks.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm, definitely, I'm on board. And whoever made that bust, get that guy to make Ed Reed's statue. Yes, yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. But all right, so the Orioles, we got no Hall of Famers.
0: Right, and you look at, not just like, if you look at what, um, I mean, the favorites right now to win the World Series by far have to be the Houston Astros. I mean, that team has uh, just a lieu of either, like, current Hall of Famers if they retire today, like, like Justin Ver, 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 Verlander, and guys who, if they continue with their careers, guys like Altuve and Bregman, Alex Bregman, I know he's early in his career, um, but guys that will potentially be in the Hall of Fame. So they, they have Hall of Famers. The Orioles have no one even close to that kind of greatness. Um, and it takes more than that, right? Because like Mike Trout is a Hall of Famer. And their team never wins. The Angels never win. So it takes like multiple good players. But we don't even have one. Um, we well, got Adley Rushman. Yeah, yeah. Who's batting one ninety six right now in in the, at Aberdeen. Um, but 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 yeah. Like we need and and Manny Machado. Like we had Manny Machado, who has the tools to become a Hall of Famer. Who knows if he'll ever get there? He's got a long way to go. But yeah. But but can we can we get these kind of great players? Because sometimes. You, because we get excited that the orals are 500 right that they're 500 in the past month that gets us excited and gets us optimistic and we think oh man if we just got a, a little bit better start in pitching if we just got a shortstop who can hit maybe like we're close but we're not like we lack great players and right now we have i would i would argue we have zero great players i would say trey mancini is a good player i would say santander the jury's still out because it's just small sample size um, but we lack great players. And so until we get great players, we are who we are.
1: Yeah, the big thing that puts great players ahead of good players is consistency. And they're the guy you can always count on. And it's yeah. been years since we've had that type of consistency in Baltimore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because we've had some good players here, but we haven't had those those great players. Um, at least enough of them on the same team. So... That's my transition from football to Orioles talk. Yeah. Um, If we want to get into a little more, there's a couple. uh, uh, Speaking of non Hall of Famers, guys who who will never be Hall of Famers, some former Orioles pitchers. Um, We just saw today, Josh, that Kevin Gossman was 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 DFA'd.
1: Right. And I want to over a year since we traded him to Atlanta.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people were talking about, hey, we won the trade. Which, I guess so, like if a guy gets DFA'd, um, it shows them that like he's not even worth the salary that they're paying him. Yes,
1: right. He got DFA'd, and O'Day was part of that trade, who is still hurt, and that right. hasn't even played.
0: who they're hoping might be ready in September. Um, don't hold your breath for that one. So, it looks like we won, even if we haven't seen our guys that we got from that trade contribute yet. Um, right. I guess... So, I guess if you want to take, take that route.
1: I guess we had no interest... But I want to look at... the up.
0: Yeah, I don't know how waivers work. I think I read somewhere that the, it goes by league. So, it's, it's record. The worst teams with the worst record. But it's first by leagues. The National League teams get a crack at them. Then the American League teams. Oh, that's I stupid. could be wrong. That's what <laughs> I read. Know, like, that's, that's what I read on Wikipedia... But Wikipedia still had the old waiver trade deadline r- rules up there. But that's right. what it said on Wikipedia. And then it said by loss record. But I didn't know if loss record for waiver wire was like the loss record last year. Or like where your record currently is. Um, like how that works. Like when do they stop the, the the record? Like when do they take the worst record? Is it from like the All-Star break? Is it from previous year? Or is it kind of who has the worst record right now? Um so I have some questions about him, about how that works. Because if, I, if he got to the Orioles, I don't know if he would be – I guess he would be a fine fit, right? We need anyone to be a starting pitcher. We need anyone. I'd rather have Gossman anyone. than Eshelman.
1: You would think I'd grab Gossman because we need bodies. We need arms. Yeah. And that's at least a guy that you can get some fans excited for about. And we don't have that.
0: Yeah, but looking at Kevin Gossman in the context of some of these other performances, like Brad Brock was recently DFA'd by the Cubs this last weekend. Andrew Kashner has an ERA of seven, since he's been traded to Boston, his ERA is seven in four starts. Um, Could it be, Josh, that um, the Orioles just know how to get the best out of pitchers, and every time they go somewhere else, pitchers get worse? Because they don't know how to get the best out of pitchers like the Orioles do.
1: It could be, but but in your theory, you also missed that another Oriole was spotted this weekend pitching in the independent league. You know Who's who that? Was? Your boy Brian no. Mattis.
0: Oh really? A Brian yeah, Mattis sighting? Mattis
1: was sighted in the independent league this weekend. Oh good. No, man. come on. You're you're clearly trying to. It's a, it's totally the path that you would choose to try to upset all these people who that for years have said Orioles. Destroy pitchers. Orioles can't uh, develop pitchers. I would easily come back with, well, maybe the problem with Gausman is that the Orioles ruined him, and he couldn't recover after all that up and down.
0: What about uh, Andrew Kashner, who was awesome for us? Um, no, he wasn't. Hold
1: on, hold on. Andrew Kashner was never awesome for us. Andrew
0: Kashner. Well, well he, uh, okay. When he was with yeah. us, he he had in 17 starts, he had an ERA of 3.83. He goes to, to Boston, and that year he almost doubles.
1: Right, sure. I don't know. Bad luck. I can't explain it. Who who did he pitch against? Versus the Orioles? Versus who did he pitch against? Against, against with Boston?
0: I don't. That, that that would take too much research for me. And like, remember everyone? Uh, I remember everyone last year like freaking out because there was that guy Parker Bridwell, who we just like DFA'd, uh, starting pitcher. Right. And then last year for the Angels, he went 10-3 and with an ERA of 3.64 last year, Parker Bridwell. And everyone's like, that's it. That, this definitively proves that we can't identify good pitchers. And we just gave up this good pitcher to the Angels. And now he's a 10-game winner with an ERA under four. And we could have used him. We suck at developing and identifying good pitchers. Well, this year, Parker Bridwell has an ERA of 18. Eighteen runs a game, so um, maybe it's he just kind of caught lightning in a bottle for you know half a season, Um, and maybe that maybe it really wasn't that he was a Cy Young pitcher.
1: You mean like uh, like we've got here this year with with some guys where John Means who shouldn't be as good as he's been, and Wojciechowski, who shouldn't be as good as he's been, and at some times it's just that. The players haven't seen you. There's a hiccup in your delivery or something that they're just not used to.
0: Yeah, we see that with hitters all the time, too. Like, Mike Yastrzewski uh, over there with the right. Giants. And everyone's saying, why did the Orioles do it? This guy's a 29-year-old career minor leaguer <laughs> who now is is having a little hot streak with 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 San Francisco. He's not an all-star outfielder. Like, we didn't like, go an all-star outfielder. He would... Um, he he would be crowded out in our outfield anyway. I mean, this is this should not change anyone's opinion on the Orioles' ability to identify talent. This happens all the time, where someone goes to a new situation, they get hot for a little bit. Um, but let's see where Yastrzemski is at this time next year, because um, I'd be really surprised if he's still an everyday left fielder for the uh, San Francisco Giants. Um, so I, I mean, my point is, I'm being I'm being facetious when I talk about the Orioles' pitching as being kind of. Able to do it by the teams. Just because we've always heard it the reverse, right? We've always heard the Jake Arrieta examples. well, Or more recently, I guess, the Wade Miley example that he's crushed in, in the Astros. Um, when maybe it's, you know, uh, what, 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 what you said, Josh. There's um, being new to a league. There's like pitching and hitting is hard, right? You get hot streaks. I mean, we, we're seeing Santander. I saw someone tweet out that Santander now has a higher war than Trey Mancini, even though he's played in like 60 less games. Well, let's see Santander playing 60 more games and if that war is still higher than Trey Mancini. Because one thing that makes Trey Mancini a really good player is he's able to do this for the whole season. Can Santander do this for an entire season? We got to wait and see. So a, a nice hot streak or down streak doesn't say much to me. But this whole Kevin Gossman thing, like... Everyone thought the second Kevin Gossman left, he would turn into freaking Jake Arrieta uh, two, two, 2.0. But it's just, it's not true. Um, and Dan Duquette, it looks like, traded, you know, traded Kevin Gossman at the right time when he still had some value, right? Like the Braves were even unable to trade him at this point.
1: Right. So, uh, yeah, so Brett Gardner just hit a home run, a little pop fly to the left. So now the Orioles have set another record. We know a few weeks ago when they set, uh, when they set the um, record for 10 straight games with home runs, with multi-hit home runs, today the Orioles set the record for giving up home runs multiple games in 10 straight games. Multiple home oh, runs nice. in 10 straight games. So we got
0: both records. Yeah. This, um, they should track this. You can't track this, I guess. But I bet I – bet, it seems like this year the Orioles are going to set the most records that a team has ever set just in records. Every yeah. game, there's a new record we're setting for something,
1: <laughs> and well, and it, oh, whether and good it's or always, bad. It's always home runs related. I mean, it's, but, the Orioles have the most games allowing five or more home runs. The most games allowing four or more. The most games allowing three or more. Most games – hitting multiple home runs. Most games given up multiple home runs.
0: But there's also other ones, right? There was a funky one where the first team to lose by 15 runs and then win by 15 runs or something. Oh, and, right, right, right. And then there was, like, the first ever position player to get a save uh, that we did with uh, Let's oh, Pitch. Yeah. Let's CB Pitch.
1: Um,
0: I also saw, it's a little bit annoying, that Brevrick Valera, who we got back in the Manny Machado trade, who somehow has bounced around and somehow made it back, or not made it back, but made it to the Yankees. And he hit a triple that scored a couple of runs. That's always annoying when your former players come back and get you.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: If you were to tell me, looking at just today's game, and then we'll get off today's game because it's kind of boring, but today's game, the home runs in the Yankees, like Yankees have some home run hitters, right? Um, Judge, Gregorius, Torres, LeMahieu. The home run hitters... In today's game have been romine the catcher gardner and what is this guy touchman who is this guy Tushman? Touchman? touchman yeah. i don't even know who this guy is but he, he hit a home run and then Valera oh, right. with the triple I mean, who are these guys
1: right. well yeah remember the ball's the ball's not used
0: yeah yeah it's impressive the yanks are so hot even with some injuries like this lineup does not look right without stanton that no, void.
1: The, Yan- the Yankees have had a messy lineup all season and they're still winning.
0: Yeah, and a messy rotation, but they still win. Yeah, true. It's weird. Um, a couple other things I wanted to get to. Um, I wanted to get to a Strawberry of the Week story. All right. You see this by the Marlins PR team, the Marlins Twitter? You know where I'm going?
1: I know where you're going, yeah. And I, yes. Isn't this yeah. total strawberry? It's a total strawberry move, and it's a total strawberry move that they, the way they reacted and apologized for it is totally to, to stop strawberries, yeah. Yeah, so
0: the Rays and Marlins played a two-game series, and they were going back and forth on Twitter. The Rays, Tampa Bay Rays account and the Miami Mar- Mar- Marlins account going back and forth. And the Mar- Miami Marlins came back with, at some point in this exchange, they said, Miami Marlins said, You're literally the animal that killed Steve Irwin, log off. Referring, of course, to Steve Irwin being, um, what's the word? Is it stabbed by a stingray? Killed. Killed. Okay, but what does the stingray do? Okay.
1: I think it stabbed him, yes. Okay.
0: So, anyway, he was, uh, he was, uh, murdered by a stingray. Um, and so they tweeted this, and then later... Um, the Marlins PR team Came out and said This was a regrettable exchange By otherwise creative social media team Unfortunately in this medium Sometimes we sing and miss This was definitely a miss And they came out and said more later Saying that they it's regrettable um, And Like everyone who grew up watching him We miss Steve We're sorry to have made light of his passing Right uh, Josh right. to me this is He died 13 years ago in 2006. Um, And this was not like making fun of him. Saying you're literally the animal that killed Steve Irwin, log off, I think is a a good burn and kind of funny. It's not like you're not calling Steve Irwin a moron. You're not like belittling him in any way. You're making a joke. And Steve Irwin is part of the joke and he is dead. So maybe like, what is this? You can't make any jokes that ever involved dead people? Um, is, that, is that the lesson here? No.
1: no, it's millennials grew up with the Crocodile Hunter. Or no, that's, that's not Steve Irwin. They grew up with Steve Irwin. What was Steve Irwin's thing? I don't know. I don't that know. Was, He's... Uh, that, that was younger than me, but they grew up with his show.
0: His thing was going on um, Letterman with all his animals. That's how I know Steve Irwin.
1: Yeah, no, he had a show. I don't think it was, I guess it was Crocodile, Crocodile Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. We had Crocodile Dundee. Right, right. Crocodile Hunter is Steve Irwin. Yes, and I don't know. That's below me. And the problem is that's where it happens. Is it's it's not about offending Steve Irwin. It's family. It's about offending millennials who want to find any reason to be offended at. We shouldn't be too surprised that Tampa Bay fans got upset. Remember, this is the team that had to take Devil out of their name because <laughs> people got offended that they were the Devil Rays.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Josh, I'm telling you right now. If I die, no matter what the cause is, if I die 13 years after my death, you have permission to make a joke about it on Twitter or to mention it in Twitter as part of the joke.
1: Okay, you know I'm not going to wait 13 years.
0: Okay. If I, like, have a Derek Fisher moment where, like, I'm playing softball and you see this by Derek Fisher and I miss the ball and it hits me in the face and, like, somehow I drop dead of this, I give you permission to go on Twitter and make and make light of it you can make light of someone who died it's okay
1: if you do if, if i'm playing softball with you and you put your glove up and it comes down and hits you in the face i'm posting that on twitter before i even get <laughs> off the field
0: yeah i saw some people on twitter were like you know um like uh, you know we're, we're we hope he's okay like every like if you're not on twitter making a joke about a guy a professional baseball player who missed a fly ball and got hit in the face with it if you're not making a joke out of that like get off twitter you missed the point um, like that's that that's total um, joke worthy but it yeah it twitter is weird like this is one of the points of twitter is to go back and forth and kind of burn people or clap back if i'm using that term correctly like to go back at someone um, like half the gifts on twitter are just like reactions to when you really burn someone right like the most of the gifts have to do with your reaction after that and then, and so Miami does this, right? Participates in this, um, and then gets and then they have to come back and apologize because you mentioned someone who died thirteen years ago. It just screams because. of people being too sensitive, too easily bruised. Um, people people die. Like we shouldn't make light of it right after it happens. Like there should be some sensitivity, I guess, with dead people. But like everyone will die someday. That's okay. We can talk about it, and we can even sometimes make jokes about it just everyone yeah. needs to
1: calm down yeah i i totally agree it's a it's that fits in your strawberry move
0: yeah yeah um josh there's one other thing i want to get to today and then we can wrap up this is up your alley i don't know if you saw this i don't know if you pay attention anymore to this stuff since you moved to, to florida though you're currently in charlotte um you, you should oh, do you gotta, like a where's we gotta, we josh get, competition i get
1: into trump and the rats okay let's go
0: uh, that's not where I'm going. This. Um, where stick, are you going? stick to sports, Josh. Stick, uh, stick to sports. This is what I, I'm. I'm going to say this more on Twitter now. Stick to sports. I like it when people do that. I'm going to do that more on Twitter. Stick, stick, stick to sports. Um, anyway, um, August 9th through August 11th at Camden Yards. It's why not ticket prices? Did you follow yeah. this?
1: Yeah, I'm totally down with that. Yeah, it's like seven dollar tickets or something. It's super cheap tickets for Friday night for the Why Not anniversary. Yeah, that's and awesome.
0: Can, yeah, and can I say, on Friday, August 9th, they're giving away a t-shirt. And I think this is just to everybody, right? I don't have to buy a special ticket package. Right. Um, but the t-shirt's pretty cool, right? The throwback kind of Why Not t-shirt. It's, the, it's, it's pretty the cool. It's the
1: t-shirt we had when we were nine years old. It's the t-shirt yeah. that you see when you watch the video which people should be watching our version of what the Why Not video if it's oh, on YouTube. that's a good call. Yeah, search Section
0: 36 Why Not video. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look for that and share that on Twitter this week as we build up to it. Yeah. Uh, it's also pretty cool that they are doing it on August 9th, as in 8-9 for the date.
0: Oh, did not get that. Thank you. Wow, that's that cool.
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. That's one of our favorite seasons. So, yes, it's, it's fun to celebrate it. I love that. They listed some of the players who are coming back, and there's guys that like I haven't thought about yeah, in yeah, many yeah. years like Bob is Malak- Malak, coming back
0: yeah 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 I think that's I think they should do like I know the why not year is special, but like I love this idea of throwing back like I would love to throw back like give me a 2006 year <laughs> give me bring back all the players from, from, from to two, 2006 just to see all these random names pop pop up again um, so I think it's I yeah, I think it's I think it's cool too. They're about the price and is sure. Like,
1: and I hope Friday like they got to go all in. They got to use the music from that why not video. Yeah. Like, the like, They're uh, playing that why not. Song every, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they need to go with all of those. But uh and like uh, just music. Everyone's walk up song has to be a song from like 1989. They need to go all out on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I need to see Hyde, like, in the opening of the video. I want to see Hyde with his hands down his pants. Like, I want, I want all of it.
1: <laughs> like, like Frank Robinson? Yeah, like
0: Frank Robinson in the opening scene. Yeah, I want all of it. I want to see players out there re- re- writing letters. I want, I want all of it.
1: Yeah. Mm, I agree. Uh, I, don't get, I don't get the little ad that, that uh, the Orioles are doing online with it where it's, like, showing, like, clips from the 89 video on, like, an iPhone. And it's, like, well, I don't know why they're not doing, like, like retro and all stuff is like really popular now, so you would think they would do like a little retro TV setup, like VHS showing, like you're watching a VHS, and kind of get you set in that mindset.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. With, I agree with that take.
1: But yeah, I'm all for this type of stuff. We've, I feel like I've been on the, definitely on the front lines of 336 talking about the Orioles needing to be more. Creative with getting people to the to the yard, and I feel like they are doing it. They've done a really good job this year with the dog days, with the uh, school nights, and all the different theme nights and stuff like this. Eighty nine pricing, uh, they did the halfway to Christmas pricing earlier in the season. So
0: yeah, yeah. Can I, say, I went to the game. I think it was Monday. I went to the game, and there was I didn't realize it, but there was like dogs allowed in a certain section. So, yeah,
1: you went, you went Thursday. for Last Thursday was dog night.
0: Okay, so fine. It went Thursday. I didn't realize it was dog night. That's um, where I gave
1: dollar, dollar hot dogs, and you could bring your dog if you purchased a ticket for your dog.
0: Oh, really? You had to buy a ticket for him?
1: Dog tickets were
0: $10. Okay. Um, do, do, do they get an actual seat where they, where they can sit in? I don't know. Um, anyway, I was just walking around you know, the stadium, as one does, and then I realized, oh, there's dogs everywhere. And I was hanging out in, you know, I was hanging out with the statues. Yeah, I was hanging out there with Cal, um, and, just chilling. And then, like, a bunch of dogs rolled in, just hanging there, too. Any,
1: any, anyone relieved themselves on Cal? I mean, besides you.
0: No, but I was keeping a close side, making sure no one uh, defecated on the statues, defamed them in any way. But anyway, there was, like, six dogs, right? And then, all of a sudden, the Oriole Bird rolls through. And i tell you, it started with one dog, started, like, barking ferociously at the Oriole Bird, then the other five dogs joined in, and you had six dogs, like the owner's trying to hold the leash back, as the dogs were running and yiping at the Oriole bird, and I, I never saw the Oriole bird move, move that fast. He went through that, uh, he, he got out of those, stat- that, he got out, away from those statues as quickly as possible, because those dogs were about to rip him, rip him I apart. Haven't,
1: I haven't thought about that. Have you ever seen a dog, and, and like if a bird comes and lands in the backyard, that dog goes after it. Yeah, the you dogs. birds and dogs together.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the size Oral Bird did not intimidate the dogs at all. They were ready to go after it. It was like pack mentality. Thankfully, the Oral Bird got out of there, and those dogs were on leashes. It was dangerous.
1: Yeah, I've always wondered that when they do these dog days at like minor league parks and stuff, because there's a lot of people who aren't comfortable around dogs. And I've always wondered, like, what would you do like, if you don't like dogs, and suddenly you have tickets to dog night?
0: Yeah, and I, did, I guess it's just it was just on a different section. So... Hopefully, if you got seats in that section, you know what you're getting stuff into.
1: Or, or I guess yeah. Or I guess you could always move sections.
0: Oh, yeah. That's not a hard thing to do at Camden Yards. Right. Yeah. But there weren't that many dogs. It was like, I, the whole time, even when I walked around, I saw maybe 10 dogs tops.
1: Well, yeah, because there weren't that many people either. You got to have people yeah. to have dogs.
0: Yeah, there's only 40 people there. There's only 40 people at the stadium and 10 of them had dogs.
1: That sounds about right.
0: that's not true. There was over 9,000 people at the game we were at. Over 9,000. Okay. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, I mean, people love to trash this Orioles attendance this year. But uh, it looks like the masson numbers are still up. And even the Orioles numbers are not down as bad as many of the other teams in baseball. Well, not many, but some of the other teams. We're going for a rebuild. Like 9,000 is embarrassing, but if we're going through a rebuild, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it's,
0: we're not far removed from, uh, you know, playoffs in Baltimore where you couldn't get a ticket, right? Where the, the, the house was packed, um, where we had to get season tickets just so we could get playoff tickets. Like, we're not far removed from that. Like, we've already proven just a few years ago that if you win, we will pack the yard. So that's not even – not doesn't even make sense. It's not like that happened 50 years ago. (laughs) That happened just a few years ago. So it doesn't make sense to say now that, now you're telling me, you know, three years ago we we could pack the stadium. Now we can't. That means we went in three years from being a non-competitive baseball um, city? No. What? That doesn't make sense. Right. That's silly. Um, All right. uh, That's all I got for the good of the cause.
1: Oh Well, you don't want to leave it with, with Jonathan Lauer just hitting a home run to tie the game
0: up. You see it's John, now six, to 6. This is not what I'm going. I'm talking about e, uh, Enoa started for us, Tanaka started for them. It makes no sense. Then Klein come in. We should lose this game by 20 runs. The fact that it's 6 to 6 in the 6th inning, it I cannot understand
1: it's it. Like the
0: devil's that play. Yeah, call call <laughs> it the devil Orioles. I mean I I don't understand <laughs>
1: it. But, but Lara has a double, a triple and a home run tonight.
0: A double, a triple home run? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He just needs the easy one for the cycle.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Okay, let, let's get it, Villar.
1: Yeah, it's, you're right. Is there, and it's like, I wish that the Orioles, like, I, I love, it. the Orioles have been really fun to watch. And this is good. It's full cycle, circle because this is where we started with the, with the conversation uh, 40 minutes ago, 50 minutes ago. And they've been really fun to watch. But I wish I saw something to make me say, well, this is great. This team's going to be better next year. Yeah. Or this team is turning around, and it's starting now. Wow, we're going to get better faster than I expected. But none of that means – this doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, of is of, uh, a fun player to watch, right? He's fast. He runs right. the bases. He won't be here in two years, right? He, he's not part of this rebuild. So he's not even – and, and E. Noah, who started – He's not going to be part of this either. Like, none of these players are going to be part of it, the guys who are performing today. Uh, so, it's fun. But, yeah, it doesn't give you any really <laughs> <It's> hope. <dumb. laughs>
1: right. It's right. kind
0: of dumb. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing, though, that we're, we're able the, to win. Like, the I don't. Thing is, it, the Tigers. Because bad, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, I just, I don't understand. Like, what, what, what do we win this year? Like, 37 games or something? I don't 38 understand.
1: 38 so far.
0: 38. I don't understand how we've won more than 10. I mean, our pitching staff's a joke. Our lineup, no, we tried to trade Velar, nobody wanted him. We can't even trade a player because nobody else wants any of our players, and somehow we still won 38 games. It's crazy well, Remember,
1: to me. 10 of those 38 games was in the past two weeks.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. What we did before the All-Star break, that all makes sense. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Since then, since like the Nats series where we split with the Nats, um, in July. Like since then this team is halfway decent, but we still have all the same terrible players. It's not like we brought up a bunch of good good players, a bunch of prospects. No, we still have the same terrible players. It really doesn't make sense to me how how we're winning. Um we have
1: but, six more wins than the Detroit Tigers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The um yeah, and, and and they might never win again the the rest of the season. Um so yeah, so we're locking down the number two spot. And thankfully, in the first half of the season, we got a big lead for that number two spot.
1: I don't know. It all depends. Kansas City is two games ahead of us.
0: Is that all it is now?
1: And Toronto's only six games ahead of us. So there's actually, like, the way the Orioles are playing, there's a chance they could actually catch up with Toronto oh and my not be gosh. in the place in the AL East by the time I, the season ends. I thought
0: we had a big lead on Kansas City. Kansas City must have been no. playing really bad. Oh, my.
1: Yeah, Kansas City's playing very bad. So, no, the Orioles may get third, fourth, worst record, which is still a great player, so we'll be okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want... <laughs> well, y'all, y'all disappointed now uh, that we're not going to get the first overall?
0: No, I'm okay with not getting the first overall.
1: You just want the second. So
0: you give me at least a second. Like, I'll take Bobby Witt Jr., but I don't know, third? I don't want Andrew Vaughn. I want, I want a top two guy. Mm, that makes me a little bit nervous. We gotta watch what Kansas City
1: does. Shoot. Well if we if we continue to play well against teams like the Yankees, um, then who knows? I mean what's Kansas City doing? Oh man. <laughs> Alright. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. Now you're getting me you're, all you're scared now, you're now depressed. You're getting me all
0: scared that we won't get the number two pick. Like I root I root for the Royals to win, I especially root for them to beat the Yankees. I love it. There's nothing better. Than having a bunch of Yankee fans come into your stadium, you being one of the worst teams in baseball, and then you still beat them—that's one of my favorite things in all the sports. Is beating right. the Yankees, and when we suck and they come to our stadium and we beat them still, love it.
1: Yeah, and watching them all leave angry, and or the, when they say, uh, "What's the thing? Uh, look on top. Still, we still got first place." <laughs> it's like we don't care. Or. You still suck it's like okay but you lost
0: yeah i know we suck you're right and you just lost to us so how does that make 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 you feel now go go cry as you drive home to surrender apart.
1: all right so everyone's going to know the answer to this when they're listening to the podcast you think jonathan villar gets the cycle tonight uh
0: it says it says seventh inning he probably has That's... one more at bat right
1: yes he has, he has one more at bat yeah unless they go like 16 innings again yeah um, one more at bat, he needs a single.
0: I tell you what, if you hit the ball against the wall, you stop at first base, right? You stop at first base. You, you, yeah. you don't run a second base. You stop at first. Right, right, right.
1: You're launching that ball. And you're saying, stay in the park, stay in the park, stay yeah. in the park.
0: Yeah, I know. It's one of those weird things, right? Where certainly it's better to have a double, two doubles and a triple and a home run is better than a cycle, right? Or having two right. home runs, a triple and a double is better than a cycle. But there's something pretty cool about getting the cycle. So you go for oh, the
1: cycle. Right. I remember softball years ago where we had a kid who, hit, who just needed a single for the cycle. And he hit the ball really hard. And I was the first base coach. And stopped him at first base even though he could have gotten more and let him go more. And he didn't understand because he didn't know what the cycle was and how special the cycle was. Yeah, But
0: he's probably – you're probably the dumb one because a double is better than a single.
1: Yeah. But it, we were already up by a bunch of runs. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and I wanted him to be able to tell people he got the cycle. Yeah. Go home and tell his dad who would actually appreciate and understand that.
0: So, there you go. So Villar, you go for the cycle saying so go home and tell his dad, hey, dad, I got the cycle.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Be in the record books with, Fe- with, Fe- with Felix Pye.
1: You know, I also, I didn't know until I saw the postgame yesterday that Santander doesn't speak English. Oh, really? That was, that, yeah, that was he, new to me that he, he needed he, a translator.
0: He tweeted in English.
1: Yeah, uh, well, no, he tweets in Google Translate, hmm. I guess. Hmm. But he had a translator on the post-game interview.
0: Oh, I didn't know that either. Fun facts. All right, let's get out of here. You can, um, you can like us on Instagram and Facebook or whatever. You can do all the stuff on social media.
1: Subscribe to 336 Daily.
0: Oh, yeah, go oh, ahead and right. check out 336 Daily.
1: We got a good crowd in there.
0: Yeah, uh, follow Josh on Twitter for all those updates. Uh, You can follow Josh on Twitter.
1: At Josh Rooka.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. But not too much. Get that second round. Get that number two pick.